Hi, I'm Akanksha Savnal and this is the Made for More podcast by A Curve Story, one of India's first inclusive and body positive clothing brands. Join us as we chat with change makers who are breaking stereotypes and creating a new normal. Hi, I'm Akanksha Savnal and this is the Made for More podcast where we have aspirational conversations with inspirational voices. Today my guest is Sukriti Kohli an illustrator with a mission to make the world a better place. She illustrates to encourage people using a good mix of powerful words and her art to highlight hope, gratitude and mental well-being. Her page Dock of Happiness is a reservoir of positivity and has a huge following of people who connect with her for her art and dialogue. If you watched Bombay Begums on Netflix, chances are those illustrations caught your eye. and sukriti is the mastermind behind them without wasting any more time sukriti i welcome you to our episode today thank you so much akansha this is such a great opportunity uh, for me and my greatest good fortune to be part of this podcast thank you so much we are so excited to see how this conversation unfolds so without wasting any more time i have a bunch of questions so i'd like to start with the very obvious one which is if you could just run us through your journey and tell us if art and illustration was something you were always passionate about or was it something that you just stumbled upon okay that's uh, you know i think it's the best question to ask uh, people who don't know me or don't know my journey so i um, i'm so fortunate i'm born into a family full of artists and uh, art is in my blood and uh, i'm i'm I, you know i'm blessed with uh, this great skill and then of course mentored by my own father um but you know till a period of time my art was more of commercial work that i did my art was more about impressing people my art was more about selling something okay but uh, from the last um, you know these 3 years that i have Uh, you know, uh, started this um, Instagram page, Talk of Happiness. I think uh, it has become more about value creation. It has become more about my art being able to say things which are difficult to say, and uh, but easy to understand when it is said with an illustration. You know, so it has become an art with purpose. So I would say that I wasn't born. Uh, you know, I never thought that my art would actually evolve into something like that. Uh, in fact, I never thought I would evolve into a person. You know that I am right. Uh, but as you know, uh, things moved on, and as an artist, how the experiences of my own life uh, were able to change my perspective. I wanted that my art should also have the same power. So that is, uh, you know, that is my journey. That's amazing. So your family has played like a big role in shaping, you know, your personality as an artist then. Yes, absolutely. That's amazing. Art, I believe, is a very underrated yet very powerful tool of expression. I feel like it hasn't been given so much credit that it deserves. So, uh if uh, if you were to maybe recommend um uh, a beginner who was getting into art how would you sort of uh, suggest they go about it yeah so lot of people uh, you know young people they come to me to ask you know how what kind of you know how do i get into art so i think um, i remember 
you know my father telling me this many 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 years ago that to become a great artist first you have to become a great human being and there is oh, a wow. profound reason and by great human being it doesn't mean that you become mother teresa or you know you start you know like donating stuff and it's not about that you know great human being basically means somebody who is always ready to um polish their life somebody is always ready to improve their life okay somebody is always ready to seek somebody is always ready to uh you know change their perspective and not be like you know stuck in that same thing so rigid. and why did he say that was because i feel there is something more not only just you know drawing as an artist even a writer even a chef even uh you know somebody who designs clothes anybody who is creating something any creator even content creator for that matter we all have to first remember that we are human beings so that connects with the audience or that connects with you know your artwork will only come through when that humanistic angle is there there you know absolutely so that is why it is so important i feel that and i think that lesson is for life you know and later i read that in a book also somebody else also you know said the same thing and uh, i think i resonate with that so i think one advice to anybody who's beginning to be an artist is that you know first become a great human being and great artist or great art skills will um follow oh wow but that's some great advice that uh, you shared with us and uh, that being said i feel like um like you said like a human connection is so important no matter what medium you use because that is only what uh becomes a source of or a point of contact between your end customer or your followers and you like we've sensed that too as a brand where you know if there are topics that we talk about like self love or mental well being now mel- mental well being is something that is a common cause that both you and i share and uh, i feel like uh, it's very important to have people feel heard more than anything because that's only when they'll uh, probably be okay to be a little more vulnerable towards you i mean I, that's something i see a lot in your art as well especially on your page So I feel yes. like you're doing like something amazing and helping people understand themselves better if nothing else and uh, more power to you. Thank you Akanksha. I am always so happy to do anything for Doc of Happiness. Uh, and the reason is I never say no for anything. Uh you know, any interview or anything, but when it is someone who is completely aligned with what i'm doing it becomes even more special uh so i am so like uh, dancing with joy you know in my heart for uh, you know doing this podcast with you so thank you so much for considering me and for thinking that we are together aligned in one direction oh absolutely like that was definitely one of the things that you know drew me towards you when we were kind of finalizing our list uh coming to our next question in trying times like the pandemic you know now more than ever we've realized the importance of keeping faith or instilling hope so how do you reckon our listeners could instill hope in times when you know there isn't much clarity we don't know what the future holds what do you think people could possibly do to hold on to hope yeah So Akansha what this pandemic has taught us and unfortunately it had to take a pandemic to teach this to us um 
I really feel that being hopeful every moment is something which is not possible, humanly not possible. And even as doctor of happiness, a lot of people think that I'm some superhuman being who never has any obstacle in her life, or you know, I'm somebody who's you know always like uh, you know like always ready to fight, you know, whatever obstacle is there in my life. But it does. It's not the truth of the matter is that doctor of happiness is not like a title that you know I have accomplished or I have become uh, an expert in happiness. You know, rather it what it means is basically that I am someone who believes that every day cannot be, you know, filled with hope. Every day cannot be filled with happiness. But uh, more important than that is to keep moving forward. More important than you know getting stuck in a situation, it is very important to keep looking ahead. You know, so I feel in times of hopelessness, I had made an illustration also on it. uh maybe people can go back and uh, see it on the instagram page you know where i used a uh, you know toothpaste tube and the toothpaste tube says hopelessness and hope is coming out only hope you know only lessness is left on the tube and what it basically means is you know how we squeeze toothpaste out of a toothpaste tube you know how do we squeeze it right like put the ends and we really press it and you know we make sure that you know every ounce is used right uh it's something like that hope is something like that sometimes you need to take out hope from a hopelessness situation and right. you need and even that little bit of hope you know that little ray of sunshine can really transform the darkness that we are living and we don't really need too much hope to brighten our lives you know sometimes even just a small uh you know like Amazing. a small um, uh, you know uh change of thought uh change of perspective can really bring that gush of hopefulness Correct. so i feel uh, yeah every moment is not about being hopeful but uh, looking forward keeping moving you know keep moving moving forward is something uh, i think i would that is how i would define uh that how to find hope in hopelessness that's actually a beautiful thought because uh like you said i don't think every day is the same so it's really important to maybe just focus on the brighter side and there may be days when you're low and you don't feel like doing anything good and that's okay but you can just bounce back the next day and uh, and you know find that ray of hope absolutely absolutely so, every day is not sunny every day is not rainy so the you know nature is teaching us uh, so many things so i feel uh, yeah i mean one day at a time lady one day at a time that's what i keep telling myself when i get overwhelmed just one day at a time actually that really helps with keeping anxiety at bay as well because you know like again the pandemic has taught us to uh, give a lot more importance to mental well-being and just keeping our uh, you know mental health in check for that matter and uh, now we understand that more than ever right so uh is there some kind of an internal check that you do with yourself every day to sort of ensure that you know your mind is at ease and uh, you know you're not getting overwhelmed if if yes if you could just share some of those tips for our listeners as well so my uh, you know my uh, thermometer to check is how i react to my family how i react to people i love the most 
so if i am agitated and if i am uh, you know my decision making becomes very like snappy and very like either it will become really slow so i think that ways i know that my uh, you know my ego is at work and not my higher self so i think uh, when you when you know it you know it and you can be in denial you can say that no i'm fine uh, but inside only you know that today you're not in your you know best you're not in your best version so i think at that time going back and doing things that make me more um uh, you know like uh, i can i can really tap into my highest uh you know life potential uh, i do all those things so one of course is um, you know meditation uh, exercising really helps me any kind of physical exercise really really gives me a lot of so it it takes me a lot of push to do it uh, but after i complete it i feel that i have accomplished something and it gives me something to look forward to and uh, i also practice buddhism so my practice really helps me i love to uh, draw clearly i'm an artist so sometimes i just don't want to draw about mental health i just want to do some sketching and i just want to paint or i just want to you know just do just something you know something, yeah just mindless just, activity <laughs> yeah and these little acts you know i feel uh, then tune me back into who i am of course reading books as you can see uh, of course our listeners can't see it so i am sitting in my studio and i have a uh, you know i'm i'm so privileged and so fortunate to have so many books and i keep adding one one book uh, after a few months to my collection and i love to read books on philosophy i love to read books on motivation and uh, you know to really understand and even psychology for that matter so um that also gives keeps me attuned you know it it brings me back to my mission it brings me back to that question that so what am i really doing you know am i is this is if this is what i'm going to do then how am i going to run a page like dot of happiness you know so it's like almost like a responsibility you know so it brings you back to your purpose in a sense yes actually the books uh, that you mentioned like the topics that you like to read is something i have in common as well so um you know like uh, what are the fun activities that you would maybe recommend someone to do that are easier for their mind than like we just spoke about i'm sure like mindless sketching sometimes even if it's abstract it doesn't need to make sense yeah. to everyone but are there yes. any other activities that you could recommend that uh, you know really help people get closer to who they they are truly sure so i had these live chats during the pandemic uh, and one of the um, you know psychologist shared this thing with me and i would like to quote her here you know and i really think this is something brilliant and it does work with most of the people and i hope people can actually go back and use this so she said that um using your hands you know to do an activity engages your mind okay and of course that doesn't mean using your fingers to uh, scroll on instagram that's not counted but doing an activity which engages your mind example if you're baking a cake uh so your you know hands are doing something your mind is doing something you're completely engaged in that act you know right. so she said that when your hands are engaged 
your mind will be at peace. Oh wow! Okay, so it is very important to do those kind of mindful activities, and you can choose among so many of them. I think they are all around us, you know. So example, yeah. one example that I can surely share with all of you is that when I am feeling, you know, like I'm feeling anxious and I'm feeling overwhelmed. I start to clean my, uh, you know, shelf. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my bookshelf. I like to put it in an order, and I like to, you know, uh, since I also print bags, and you know, I have so many diaries, you know, that I print, etc. So, you know, you know, to clean them up and put them back in their place gives mm-hmm. me uh, really a mind space to get out of that zone where I am, and you know, from a negative zone, I get into a you know much better calmer way so or example is playing with the dog you know you're using your hands you're mindfully uh, you know playing with the dog right uh, that is also something that can create that positive mind space uh, so anything uh, you know even mindful coloring for example small acts like these where you can yeah. you know uh, take out prints from the uh, you know internet or you can um, probably buy some books uh, which have these you know small small segments and you can you know put your sketch pens in it or you can you know do a pencil color whatever whatever resonates with you but as long as you are utilizing i i personally feel a kancha that even folding clothes you know after the laundry oh, yes uh, you know is sometimes very calming Absolutely. and uh, it, it can really help uh, you know i i don't really enjoy it so much but i know a lot of people who find the detergent smell mm-hmm. and you know that clean smell and they like to fold that laundry it makes them feel calmer okay. so i again feel that if you're using your hands and you're engaging into something where you're fully uh, your mind is fully like into it you know cooking a recipe or something i think it's it's just so amazing actually in the lockdown personally like i never used to have time before the lockdown to really like slow down I tried mandala art like I tried making them and I felt like that again because your hands are being used you need precision like for every line every curve like it kind of almost forced me to slow down and get attuned yeah. with my mind and come back to who I was so that's again one activity that I'd like to add to uh the list that and when the task gets over you know the endorphins that you release yes also gives yeah, you amazing. that kind of happiness you know Correct. So it's deeply connected, you know, using your hands, engaging your mind, and once you finish that task, Correct. and the task is not to impress anybody. The task is not to bake that cake and take everybody's compliments. The task is to just bake and just have and fun. It, I think and yeah. have fun, enjoy the process, you know. Yeah. So sometimes we get too much caught up with putting things on Instagram, getting those likes. There's all the validation we need. Correct. So sometimes I think we just need to enjoy the process. You know, don't care about uh, do it you know, for yourself. Do it for yourself. So a lot of talk uh, on the internet these days is about you know having a routine, like a wellness routine or a physical wellness routine and mental as well. So is there a routine that you follow, like for a morning routine or a, day, a night routine before you fall asleep? So uh, I mean, this is going to be a big shocker, but um i have the most indisciplined life uh you know and uh, and i'll tell alex the reason so i am somebody who 
you know, was told always, and you know, like in our society, a lot of people are told, you know, are, are told this at a young age. You know, focus on one thing. You know, um, you know, when you're, you know, when you're multi-talented or you have multi-interests in things, you're told एक चीज पे focus करो, एक ही चीज करो. Somehow, Akanksha, I've never been that kind of a person. I've always been somebody who would work night. You know, I I went. I used to go to my college from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Before that, I used to do theater, amateur theater in Chandigarh, and I used to, you know, five in the morning, I used to go attend the workshop, create a play with wow. my friends, my team, go to college. Um, after five o'clock, I used to go to an agency, do internship, even if it was only for couple of hours. Sometimes bunking my college and going a little before, then coming back home and then taking tuitions uh, oh for God. for school wow. students. And um, and I'm not saying this to tell you that oh you know I'm so cool. This is the way I thrive, and it took me many years to actually accept the fact mm. that I'm somebody who thrives on doing many things. Very so cool. as of now, Akanksha, I am a freelance illustrator. Mm-hmm. I run Dog of Happiness, as you know. Mm-hmm. I am a visiting faculty with the college. Oh wow! I am. Also working in an organization which works for the happiness of the corporates. So I'm a part of um, House of Cheer. I'm part of Happiness Dot Me. So um, and of course I run my house. I have a eight-year-old son. I have a family to look after. There's so many responsibilities. So it's it really is endless, you know. Mm. But that's how I thrive. Correct. And uh, because I'm a freelancer, my uh, you know other than my college and you know my work. The other uh, aspects are quite, you know, like a freelancer. I mean, it's flexible. sometimes it's there and sometimes it's yeah. not there. It's, it's flexible. It's you know, indiscipline, whatever you can call it, right? Uh, so, but that is how I, you know, that is how I thrive, and that is, uh, you know, that is how I work. So I feel that at times when I need to focus on creating some work which has a deadline. I might not sleep on time in order to finish it, um, but I always have planned it. You know, so yeah. my every day is different. My every day looks different from the day that you know has just gone by, and so that is why I think planning is very important for me. Mm-hmm. So my day is planned way ahead, and that is why I have a diary. In fact, when we had uh, you know exchanged um, messages, etc. I'm, I'm because I multitask, Akanksha. I have this really uh, bad habit uh, of which I'm really trying to change, which I'm really working on, is to uh, overcommit. Oh, okay. Because I'm all over the place, so I overcommit. So I have kept a diary wherein I write, uh, and I'm very, very, you know, bad with numbers. So I'm, mm-hmm. because I'm aware of it, I can, you know, work on it. Correct, so correct. Um, you know, so that is how I allot my time. I'm I'm you know pretty planned that way. Hmm. So I would say my everyday is disciplined, but my everyday doesn't look like a routine. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody. No, that's fair. I think it's about also being more aware of, like you said, what. Floats your boat, right? Like in your yes. case, you know that multitasking is something that you thrive on. So if someone knows that they get overwhelmed with a lot of tasks, it may be nice to maybe journal and make a to-do list. So you're sure you're yes. kind of picking out the more important things. And uh, I mean, everyone has to kind of motor through to figure out what their way of life is. 
So I think this is definitely totally, helped. Yeah, it's totally also. I had I had been shamed for so many years, you know, and now I'm you know like totally okay with the fact that I can do. Somebody asks me what you do. Sometimes I need to fill a form. What I do? Sometimes I also think, what do I do? Because there's so many things I do. Correct. You know, but uh, that's who I am, and uh, that's what makes me uh, me, right? Yeah. So I am. Uh, you know, every routine, every day is different, but everything is planned in my diary. Every all the dates and times so that I don't goof up. So that's how I manage it. And another thing that I want to share with you mm-hmm. is that. When I multitask, a lot of times people ask me that, you know, don't you like get overwhelmed? And isn't isn't that you know one of the reasons for anxious thoughts? Um, so I don't multitask. I am doing multiple work. But as of now, if I'm giving an interview to you, this is all that I'm doing in this moment. Mm. I'm not going to check my phone. I'm not going to think what Eklavia is doing outside. I'm not going to worry about what we have to make in the dinner. I'm not going to do all of that. I am in this moment right now with you. So you are the most important person right now for me, right? So that is, uh, you know, so the secret to doing multiple things is not doing multiple things at one time. It is doing one thing at one time, but maybe multiple things in a day. Correct. I don't understand. that yeah. does because you're also basically learning to be more present in the moment and like probably yeah. make the most of where you are right now so this actually reminds me of that one dialogue from ye jawani hai diwani where she says you know every time you'll keep running you'll miss something so instead where you are why don't you make the most of it so that was I, like i love that and that was like great advice i think Now we're quickly going to hop on to a fun rapid fire that we have planned. Um, are we ready? Yes. Okay. So, what's your to-go drink on a day that you feel low? Chai. Adrak wali. <laughs> okay, adrak wali. I'm okay with adrak. Ah, uh, what book are you currently reading? Okay, I want to read uh, the Atomic Habits. Uh, by James Clear, but I haven't still got the chance to buy it. So it's on my like list. So very very soon I will be reading it. But I'm late to the party. I, know, I know. I don't know if you'll believe it. I read about this book five minutes before I called you. So uh, we are quite in sync. Is that a sign? Akansha, is that a sign? I think we. I think we both see. need to get it. Get on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. James Clear, wherever you are, and you're listening to this. You have just shown us a sign. <laughs> uh, what is your to-go outfit? Um, I am most comfortable in my pajamas. That is dress code for the pandemic. So absolutely, absolutely. And I think after the pandemic, it's very difficult to wear jeans. Oh man, tell me about <laughs> it. Uh, how would you describe your style of art? Yeah, and this okay. we'll go with art. <laughs> okay. Okay. So my style is to first undergo whatever I am drawing. So in order to draw something inspiring, I will first have to uh, not zabardasti um, undergo through it, but because I've gone on, because I've gone through it, mm-hmm. then it gives me the fuel to draw about. So oh, wow. my style is to first undergo the suffering. and then you know illustrate about it 
so i think my life is i'm so fortunate to be like always fighting with so many obstacles whether they are inside of me or outside of me there i get so many ideas to draw so that's my style spoken like a true artist <laughs> uh if you had to name one source of inspiration or one person who inspires you who would that be okay i am most um i'm actually inspired by so many people any anyone who can bring a smile on my face anybody who can tell me an encouraging story about their life i get encouraged by everybody i encourage i get encouraged by my staff i get encouraged by my teacher own son so i have to tell you this akanksha and i'm saying this on for all the listeners uh for the first time i want to share a small little story with you and eklavya my son has been wanting to have a pet okay and uh, me and my husband are not like animal people and you know whatever we've been grown in you know we we grew into a family where you know parents told us are you know inse dur raho you know dog se dar lagta hai whatever animals se dur raho whatever and we had some incidents in our family you know where somebody was bitten and then you know blah blah stuff happened whatever so we have been conditioned to kind of stay away from pets okay mm-hmm. and uh, eklavis naturally very fond of animals okay from the day i think he started to go down and play he's always been very friendly towards towards cats and animals and whatever dogs and so um for the past two years he's been wanting us to keep he's been after us but in a most polite manner no zid no nothing mm-hmm. and we've been thinking and you know we've been uh, you know whatever and finally we gave in you know after two years and said chalo theek hai let's try it you know let's see and then he says that i so we asked him which breed do you want and akanksha he said that i want to adopt a dog wow okay. that's amazing and, coming from an 8 year old yeah and i was like where are you learning all this from because you are locked up in a house because mm-hmm. of the lockdown and where are you learning all these things because <laughs> no one nobody is teaching you all of this for sure But I think uh, what my husband and I, we got the dog. We adopted. We just adopted a dog, oh, and his wow. name is Tintin. And uh, we are still learning new things, and we are new parents, right? Dog parents. <laughs> um, but that's what I want to share with you, Kanchya. What I've learned in in through this journey of dog of happiness is inspiration, motivation can even come. A lesson, a lesson can come from a eight-year-old as well. So me and my husband have learned a valuable lesson from Iklavia, who told us. You know, when we told him, he said, "You really want to adopt? You know, street dog looks very different. You know, all your building friends, all your other friends have adopted. You know, they're breed animals. You know, somebody is a uh, whatever. You know, X Y Z, and they all look very good, etc. So you know, as an owl, when it grows up, you feel that you know, I, I you know, my dog is not that looking right. So as parents, we're trying to. and you know what he he turns around and he says he says looks don't matter mom and there are hearts when this if this <laughs> was something people could learn at a young age like this i think their journey or their relationship with themselves would be so different because yes. the society has constantly just taught us to put ourselves down feel like we're not enough not worthy i love your son already i can't wait to meet him <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. I mean, I am motivated and inspired by anybody. I I am so open to talking to an eight-year-old, five-year-old, uh, eight-year-old. Lessons can come from any and everyone. So I'm learning now. I'm learning from Tintin also. 
So oh, that's that's that's, really. <laughs> that, that's what I think. Yeah. And our last question, because this is the Made for More podcast, is: Do you have a moment or an experience that you'd like to share with our listeners where you realized you were made for more? Okay, so the journey of Doc of Happiness started many years ago when I was teaching, uh, you know, in a college, and I had an interaction with, um, you know, people who are eighteen, nineteen year old, right, and. Um, while talking to them while taking you know taking their class or sometimes talking after class right maybe talking about the project then you get to know the student you know and while talking i realized that there was something more i needed to do mm-hmm. other than teaching my own subject because i realized that the youth not only in india all over the world young people are seen as Uh, inexperienced mm-hmm. young people are judged for not being uh, you know mature or being frivolous or there are these stereotypes that lot of people have you know or ya fir aisa bhi sochte hain log ki you know in your college days it's the best time of your life and of course it is the best time of your life but it may not be best time for everyone uh, you know so lot of people are going through lot of things in that tender age as well it's not you know glamour and all of that is okay but it's not for everybody and sometimes we really have to see it from that uh, i think young people are suffering also but we don't see their suffering because they are quiet or they don't express hmm. so i at that moment atansha uh, you know i think my life changed after having an interaction with this one student where i felt something needs to be done when when that person spoke about their mental health when that person spoke about how people at home are not able to understand the situation she herself cannot understand the situation mm. that moment i knew that i can i cannot help beyond a point right because okay. i'm a professor i'm a visiting faculty whatever mm. uh, but there was a urge inside me that i want to help i want to i want to be with you i want to make i want to give you that reassurance that you're looking for um and of course followed by multiple incidents then of course which slowly slowly brought me to that you know but i think the turning point would be that time and i and i even remember the spot where i was i, I remember everything that was the turning point that's beautiful and like imagine what this one interaction with the student did now you're helping yes. with the help of your uh, instagram page you're helping so many people uh, i think build a better relationship with themselves understand more about uh, everything being okay with asking for help and uh, you know to also take professional help if necessary to you know safeguard uh, our mind and that is such a such a big thing that you're doing and i'm so glad that uh, you were able to spend this time with us and share your story and for everyone who would like to find you would you like to tell them how they can find you whether it's on instagram or your website if you would like to share your credentials yes absolutely you can go on instagram and uh, type talk of happiness and there you will see my page and you can follow me or you can send me a dm or you can look at all the illustrations and reels that i create to motivate to keep your wellness up Thank you so much for uh, spending this time with us and I'm looking forward to seeing what else uh you do using the page and I hope you have a great day. Thank you. 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 Thank
Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure, and you've just been so so amazing and so patient with me. So very very tight warm hug to you and to everybody who has been part of this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like this Sochcast. Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.